Welcome to What's With These Homies Talking About Weezer. I'm your host, Matt Apodaca, and today we're talking Weezer's ninth album, Everything Will Be Alright in the End. Released on October 7th, 2014, the album saw a return of Rico Kasich and a return to form for the boys. To discuss the album, I'm joined by a great guest. You know him from the band's Man Man, Mr. Heavenly, and from Engineering Who Charted, Improv for Humans, and all your favorite Earwolf podcasts, it's Brett Morris. Wow, thank you. Wow. Wow! I did I'm it. Here. So see, you, uh, for those of you that listen to maybe who charted or yeah. other shows here, uh, I sort of have a more of a subordinate role, uh, <laughs> usually to Brett. Brett yeah. sort of outranks me in in the in the sort of podcast world, but here, guess what? And the real world. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just in terms of pure chronological. To quote uh, Al Borland. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> Damn, man, burn me early. Yeah, I guess. Sorry, I gotta, guess I'm not. I'm subordinate now. Yeah, that's right. That's the. I just want to assert my dominance. If I were a yeah. little dog, I'd be putting my neck over your neck. <laughs> oh, really? That's. I thought that. I thought that meant um, if you were a dog, you'd like pee on me or something. No, that how they. That's sort of marked territory. But to show okay. you that I own you, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna neck you. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Have you ever um, looked at a dog who's barking at you from behind a fence uh-huh. and just kind of just between you and the dog just showed your teeth a little bit? No. I like, I like doing that. You like to snarl at a good boy? You just like you show them your teeth and you know that's like dog logic. You know that makes sense. Uh, in they're dog like, logic, they're like, oh my, like how? Like, I didn't understand. I didn't get it. I didn't understand. Really I'm so sorry. firing them up. No. Yeah. You know what? I don't, I don't see a lot of... I think just because of, of living in Los Angeles, I don't see a lot of yard dogs. Mm. Not in the neighborhoods that I'm I'm in. I see a lot of oh, apartment. The nice, I, the nice ritzy. No, areas. you okay. go. Yeah, <laughs> right. No way. No, I don't see. Uh, I, I don't see a lot of dogs out. I see a lot of small dogs, and I see a lot of uh, like dogs like in windows, maybe. I, you know, and I'm inquiring about how, how much, much it costs. How much yeah. they are, yeah. Yeah, but I see a lot of cats. I see more cats out on the street than anything. Oh, what? Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's just, and I think the tide's turning. I think cats are taking over. It's part of my theory. Wow, okay. But that's not what we're here to discuss. Yeah. We're here to discuss uh, everything will be all right in the end. And I'm excited about doing this one, Brett. I'm excited to do this one with you because we've talked about doing this for a while. Yeah. Uh, this. I'm stoked because this is uh, this is a good one. This is great. This it's is a, a good this album. This, rules. Yeah. I was listening to it today yeah. in preparation, and just being like, God, I mean, I don't want to tip my uh, review uh, to the end or whatever, but I was I was having a great time. Um, yes. So I guess I, I have a few questions that I ask uh, my guests before we get started. Okay, great. Uh, where where would you say you're at with Weezer in general? Like uh, even from like the early days into now. Um, Track the trajectory. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, from the the trajectory. Yeah. Let's see, going back. I discovered them. Well, I, I remember very much. Uh, yeah, I discovered them. <laughs> <laughs> so these boys are going places. These are good. Um, I I remember Buddy Holly coming uh-huh. out very clearly. Uh, I should say that early '90s period was my like one of the pinnacles of music to me. Yes, like I like I remember specifically this is before Weezer. 91, 92. I remember specifically Windows of Time where, and I I got fed a lot of it from my older siblings, mm-hmm. but where like album after album after album was coming out that was like 
felt game changing to yes, me. Yes. Yeah. Like Nirvana, never mind. Yeah. Uh, it's so Chili funny. Peppers, Red Hot. Uh, or, what am yeah. I talking about? Yeah. Blood Sugar, Sex Magic. Yeah. But it's Pearl funny because, like, like that, that period of time, I feel like we've talked about this. Yeah. Uh, is sort of like maligned as like a bad time for me. People, like, sort of passed over the Not 90s. True. It's so good. That early 90s, specifically, yeah. like 91 to 93, yeah. was like incredible in my mind. There's Because a lot of and those bands- Across genres, too. Yeah, a lot like, of those bands are still kicking. Oh, yeah. That's the crazy- <laughs> That's the crazy. Kicking. They're still yeah. going. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Anyway, but I remember yeah. the- But it started kind of um, going poppier, like Green Day and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I remember- And I generally was kind of like against that turn. Yes. Because I thought it sounded like lame and yeah, not me. I'm in, but sure, you're in. Yeah, yeah. It was like too happy. I was into like thrash metal and stuff. <laughs> but Weezer, I could tell there was something different. Mm-hmm. And a lot, a lot of times, there's that little guitar break. Of course, like in Buddy Holly. Yeah. Do 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 do. Well, because he's showing I was you. Like, oh, he has something. He knows how to play a little bit. Yeah. You can tell even just from that. And then I remember finding out, oh, he actually was an ex-metalhead. Yeah, he's doing, that's him doing like his sort of like prestige sort of like his his big little magic trick at the end of, his big trick on top of the trick, you know? Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm actually, yeah, I'm a competent musician, but did you know I also fucking shred? (laughs) Yeah. So I was really into like guitar playing. Yes. And then, and I could, they had cool guitar parts. And then I also remember, um... Say It Ain't So coming on the radio, specifically at the public library in Palo Alto. Whoa. My mom, like, taking me there in that, coming on the radio. And you're not th- a rock guy. You're thinking, a nerd. Like, <laughs> 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 I was there protesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, just, like, being, of course, like, that song is just ubiquitous now. And yeah. It's super, like, passe. For, for most people and every single cover band in the history of the world right. covers that song. Yeah. I thought I was the first one to be like, dudes, we should cover this one. <laughs> <laughs> but that song like blew my mind when I first heard it. Yeah. Like, that was the catchiest thing I'd ever heard. It's kind of and perfect. Then, yeah. And then I remember my, my first girlfriend, she had the blue album and I, that was the first time I found it in her room and kind of, or she put it on once or something and suddenly paying way more attention to that than her. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like for that moment, good, like yeah. when My Name is Jonas started and it just went on every track to track to track. It was the first time I was like, oh, the Weezer, this album is actually insane. Yes. I, I love it more than just like a radio band. Yeah. No, I like, I am into this album. A friend of mine just asked me if I could, ex- if, like, if you could experience, like, uh, like an art again for the first time, like, like yeah. a movie or like something you just really love. What would it be? And I was, I said the blue album was the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. If I could hear that again for the first time. That'd be incredible. It, yeah. It was, it's undeniable still. Yeah. And then I, I was so into them and people were into Weezer, but it felt like more like just cause they were top 40 at that yes. time. Yeah. And then they would move on. But I was like, so dedicated to the bands I, I loved. I just wore that out. And then when Pinkerton came out, I remember specifically um, buying that album in, and almost out of nowhere because it was like, it felt under the radar yeah. somehow. Like people had sort of forgotten about Weezer already. Right. And then I was like, oh, 
whoa, because I was sort of paying attention. Like, when is Weezer ever going to come out again? <laughs> and then I heard, like, Rivers went to Harvard or something. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. But then, like, all of a sudden Pinkerton was out. I was like, oh, shit, I remember buying that, like, for myself. And it felt like no one else knew it. And it's funny now. Yeah. It's thought of as, like, classic. And it's like everyone seems it's to like have, It's like the like, album of the 90s. Oh, I love yeah. Pinkerton. But it's like, no, you didn't. I don't know. I don't remember. I, yeah, I, don't I don't remember anybody else really listening to it when it came out. Yeah, in hindsight, like, I was for not me. there for that. I was, um, yeah. uh, I was quite young uh, when it came out. But like, uh, it sort of in in hindsight and reading about it, it sort of had like the uh, like almost a, the appeal of an indie record, but on a major label, yeah. which is uh, oh, for sure odd, you know, because I mean, it had the support of Geffen, and like I, yeah, and I think the. El Scorcho is a great song. Yeah, that was the lead single, and I remember the video coming on, and I just remember I think it was just too weird for people. Yeah, and I think they were used. They wanted Buddy Holly again, and it didn't sound like that. They wanted funny music but videos. Pinkerton. I from the beginning, I was like, "Whoa, this is." It was heavier and weirder, and like it sounded like darker in some weird yeah, way. Yeah, for sure. Like sonically, mm-hmm. and I just loved it. And long story short. Weezer was like, almost like not not secret or guilty, but sort of like, they were like a top band for me. Yeah, and, and uh, <clears throat> I was I love the Green album, and I even love Maladroit. Uh-huh. Like Maladroit grew on me a lot. Yeah, and that was the first time I saw them live. Was the Maladroit tour? Okay, that was gonna and be one was, of my questions. Yeah, have you seen it? Was them? Awesome. Yeah, I was like in the grass. On the grass. Oh whoa! Yeah. Okay, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I see. Uh, we, I get. I get it. That was a, that was a killer show. Yeah. And um, I think that album has passed over too much. Yeah, it's come up uh, like well because I mean obviously we've talked about yeah. it here. My take on that album is if everybody says it's underrated, it's not. It's it's. I think we can. And now at this point, with the output that we have and how many albums we've had since then, we can yeah. we can comfortably say that Maladroit is a good yeah. album. My new take for underrated is <laughs> Make Believe. Okay. Yeah, Make Believe was the start of them. Green album, I really love for like a specific reason. It mm-hmm. felt like an experiment in songwriting. Yeah. Almost like a controlled experiment. Yes. Where Rivers was applying the exact same formula to every single song. If you listen, it is the exact same thing every single song. Yeah. The verses go, they not the same melodies, but like it'll do a, um, you know, whatever, verse, chorus, verse. And yeah. it always does a guitar solo that's the same yeah. melody as the verse. Yeah. And then it back into a chorus, like it's the same structure every single song, and, it and it's kinda, fascinating because it, it works. works. Like yeah, <laughs> like, like he cracked a weird code, yeah. to just make an album sound like hit, like every single song is yeah. very catchy and it is, easy to listen to. It does yeah. expose the sort of like the algorithmic part of his brain, like earlier on yeah. than what he's giving it to us now, where his, yeah. he has become an algorithm, which is which was like foreshadowing. Concerns yeah. about Rivers, <laughs> which I can see now, where I was like, yeah, Green Album is cool. It's a cool experiment. Kind of want to hear. Yeah. You know, you're always sort of wanting, like, let's get a Blue Album again. Yeah. But, uh, but, uh, or Pinkerton. Yeah. And then Maladroit was, felt like another experiment where he was going more like rock and roll. Like mm-hmm. he changed to Marshall amps. Yeah. And, uh, he was just getting more of like a, 
which I would like normally, and I did like it. Yeah. But I, I felt like he started doing these experiments again. Started hanging then, out with some different kids. <laughs> yeah. Make believe. I really, lo- I actually, I think there are some sleeper yeah. slappers. Oh, sleeper, some sleeper slappers. slappers. Yeah. Oh, on boy. that, like probably ones you wouldn't expect. Yeah. That I just think are really There's good. some like really beautiful songs on that really album. Really beautiful songs. Yeah. The singles are like hot garbage. I, Beverly Hills is embarrassing. I think, I don't. I, I was don't, in college when that came I out. I don't love like Beverly Hills as a song, but I will say that my observation on it is that every everyone says that they hate that song, and then you go to a Weezer show, and then everyone's singing along to it. Yeah, that's so what I don't happens. know. I, so I don't know what's true. Yeah, I mean, it, I could, you know, there's something to be said for any song. It's where a, you can, I can just off the top of my head, yeah, I sing the entire song. It's a, it's a catchy pop song. Yeah, it's not a Weezer. But that song. was the first the, yeah. time it felt like they were almost trolling you. Mm-hmm. By such a corny song, yeah, that you were like, "What was the game here? Like, what's the <laughs> angle? Like, Rivers is kind of doing something. You did the trick, but what did it do? Yeah, and then I really loved. I actually really grew to love the Red album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Red album still is great. not on the same level as like the first th- two or three. I'll no. say the first three, but like, there's a few on there. Long story short, like I was a day one Weezer album consumer. Yeah. Up through the red album, and then and I would work to find what I loved about that album. Yes, and I would find stuff. And I remember being on like the old Weezer website actually, uh-huh. and there was a crazy active section where they would just like spam unreleased songs. Do yeah. you remember that? I was not active on the yeah. on the boards, but I've like I've I remember read there was about like, this. Who yeah. was the guy? Isn't it the guy Carl? Who, Carl, yeah, who has hung out with the band like yeah. since day one. Yeah, he's like the historian. He would just like almost like as if he was just sneaking the fans, yeah, B sides <laughs> and unreleased shit, and yeah. it'd be like dozens. And I remember this at one point there was like a truckload of them, and I remember downloading them and like really listening to all of them. And yeah. there were some unbelievably good Weezer songs in there Yeah, that I still feel like, or maybe they've put them out in various forms. They, uh, was, they've put out some and they've reworked some other ones, but there's still a lot of them that yeah. are just out there that are have never been retouched or done anything to and yeah. might never see the light of day. I remember the song Living Without You. Mm-hmm. It's a real deep cut. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that one. Yeah. The, in general, their B-sides were, they were such a good band, like even their B-sides were amazing yeah. like so fun to seek out and yeah it was like because you'd be excited to hear like what they're working on and like yeah. the progress of some and not all of them would be finished yeah. necessarily but you'd be like damn this is gonna be this is gonna turn into a good song yeah but like definitely red album and then after that i just felt like they they started becoming more of a of a joke that was hard to ignore for yeah. most people and then the albums to me started really slipping to the point where they just like, I didn't, I'm still kind of like a broken hearted fan. <laughs> like I'm not, I'm, I'm never the kind of music fan that just fully turns on the, a band yeah. that's good. Yeah. And that like I once really loved because that would be like lying yeah. or something. You saw Guns N' Roses this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would never it'd be like, it feels so stupid to be like, yeah, oh, oh yeah, Aerosmith, yeah. <laughs> they suck, man. Yeah. I'm like, I genuinely love them. There's, I, I, that's such an interesting do. example, yeah, because they are sort of like the like the corny go to now or whatever. Mm-hmm. But 
Yeah. I'll go. I, I've said it on here that I don't like Kiss. Like, I I think uh, Kiss, Kiss, Kiss never worked for me. I'll be honest. I don't love Kiss either. Yeah. I think you have to have lived. You have to have lived that life. Yeah. Yeah. If you talk to like Howard or anyone who was like. Yeah. Conscious during that era. Yeah. Like Jimmy Pardo Kiss loves Kiss. Something to yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I just, I was not on board. I didn't grow up with anybody who was yeah. into Kiss. I think Kiss sucks. And people get mad at oh, me when wow. I say. You they, go that far. I, I don't like that. How about. But Here's Aerosmith the one Kiss rules. song that you'll like, though. Oh, well. God yeah. gave rock and roll to you. But, Bill and Ted's, too. Yeah, but here's the thing. I think some of their songs are good, but I think they yeah. suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't love the Chili Peppers either, but, like, yeah. I acknowledge that some of their songs are incredible. Yeah. Uh, their Chili Peppers are, like, almost similar. They occupy a similar thing as Weezer to me. Yeah. Where they're, they are these bands that were once uncontroversial they were just cool yeah they were really cool like everyone liked them yeah <clears throat> and you were and then suddenly somehow pop culture turned so hard on them where you're like suddenly you were supposed to just act as if you never liked them it was I, just weird I, think, I just i don't like when that happens i try to stick with them i'm trying to track like exactly what that is because there are mm, bands yeah. that existed in their time in with you know contemporarily with them with yeah. those two bands and who sort of like i mean not a lot of them made it out but like pearl jam is still a pretty successful band and like people yeah. still are you know um yeah. looking forward to a new pearl jam release i think the difference yeah. between them and like the chili peppers and weezer is that like eddie vetter decided that he was gonna grow up like, do you know what I mean? Like, he was yeah. going to age into, like, <laughs> yeah. the man that he has become. Yeah. And, like, Anthony Kiedis is still, like, doing, like, a hair swipe. Uh, For sure. And, like, still doing yeah. his thing. And, like, Rivers is still, like, singing about girls not liking him and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it is sort of just, like, I wonder if they had, if they let themselves become 50-year-old men, what their, uh, yeah. what their output would be like instead. Cause, yeah. They kind of became a parody of themselves. Yeah. Because, like, uh... I'm not super excited about new Pearl Jam, but when I hear a new Pearl Jam song, I'm like, yeah, yeah that's like good. That's like a, yeah. that's at least a good song. It's also better than most of the other stuff that's like <laughs> like newer stuff. Yeah, you know, it's like if you're gonna slag, yeah, all of them at least uh, I was offer like, oh, something better. Yeah, like Eddie Vedder's just <laughs> like trying to be like Bruce Springsteen now. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I mean, what, what I have no real use for like. Yeah. Pearl Jam these days. No, me They're, neither. I've never been yeah. the biggest fan, but I get it. Yeah. I also feel like a little bit, if it's a band like, no that I them. loved, that I feel like I can criticize them. Yeah. Privately, I might be very critical. Yeah. But like, I don't want to hear you criticize them. Don't or talk like, about- I'll defend them to, to you, to yeah. someone, you meaning like a stranger who's like, who's just bashing them. Yes. But don't you go ahead and but be mean. Privately, I might have like real negative thoughts <laughs> on their new shit. And I'm kind of like that with Weezer. Yeah. Well, but, um, but there was something different about this album because mm-hmm. they had went through a period of time again where like there's a handful of great songs on Red. And then there's probably like, you know, two or three that I could honestly say I kind of liked. Mm-hmm. On the, and then it got fewer and fewer. And it was like, what is happening to my Weezer? Yeah. But I knew that the talent was still there. <laughs> you could hear like Rivers is he's like one of those songwriters where it's like yeah you're uh, you're supposed to be a genius yeah you still have that in you. It, it wasn't like he lost his voice or something. No, he 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 didn't get like bonked on the head or something. Yeah. He he knows what he's doing. But I remember like, yeah 
with this album, I know that he they spent like four years writing the songs. Yes. So I remember the press yeah. about this album felt different. Yeah. And they got Rick back from the cars. Rick's back, baby. And I was like, oh, yes. Like, I have a good feeling like they're doing it right. Yeah. They listen to the criticisms. And you don't want a band to listen too much to criticism. No. And just like pander. Right. And rehash. But I could tell it was like, I have very specific criticisms of Weezer mm-hmm. that almost come from like a fantasy producer mind. Yes. Like I in my fantasy, I'm their producer and I know exactly what I need them to do yeah. to make a great album. Oh, man. And I still feel like that. <laughs> <clears throat> and they it was like they were listening for this one. Okay. So yeah, they were like uh, how do we, how do we do this for for Brett? Yeah, uh, and like <laughs> yeah. everybody and everybody who wants this. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, before we get I guess get into yeah. the album, I'll say I saw I saw two shows. I saw two different shows mm-hmm. uh, for them during this album period as album release. Brett's putting his feet I'm up on the table. Up. Dude, it's so rare that I'm just purely a guest. Yeah, how do you feel? Like you're you're even engineering this. Yeah, I don't have to do anything. You're, you're, yeah, you're fully recumbent. Recumbent? Yeah. You're like reclined? I've never heard that word before. I think I used it correctly. <laughs> yeah? I don't know. Uh, if I didn't use it correctly, don't at me. You're just different on this podcast, man, using words like that. I'm the in charge. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does feel very different being a pure guest. Yeah. When I'm even halfway engineering, I'm always feeling caught off guard if I have to talk. It, well, that's so uh, interesting because uh, you seem to have a lot to say. Uh, <laughs> um, I saw, so I saw, I went to. Um, there's a great record store in Long Beach called Fingerprints, uh, where they did the Hoot Nanny that became the Live uh, Alone uh, album, where he had like oh. invited like fans that play instruments to bring instruments, and they would play covers of songs together. Um, but at this show. Um, I've told this story before. This is where I met Brian um, mm-hmm. right before the show because he was walking around and I uh, asked him to sign my copy of the album and he did sign it, but he was like a little annoyed <laughs> uh, and was yeah. like, hey, uh, we are going to sign these later, so uh, don't have me sign it twice. Uh, <laughs> oh, he said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, wow. Uh, gave me a little spice. Um, and then, but also at this show, they were calling for volunteers to come up on stage and like do like sort of uh, like backing like vocals for for the new songs mm-hmm. like uh, just for the live performance of the uh, yeah. of, uh, some of the tracks and uh, I remember not raising my hand at all but my friends emphatically raising like being like him pick raising him pick your him. hand not raising my hand but sort of like pointing to me and yeah. like being like pick him pick him and uh there was like a line that they needed filled and they're like D- uh, and rivers was on stage picking people and he was like do you know the new songs and i was like i yeah i do uh and he was like well then come on and so he, i went up and they gave me a line and it was the line that jake fogelness does in ain't got nobody which we'll get to yeah and it's uh in the Where Are They Now category, the astronauts with their first big hit. Uh, so I said that, and everybody, you know, was like, hey, man, this guy's pretty good. Uh, nobody cared. Um, but we stayed. This is all a dream, right? No, this happened. I have, a, I have <laughs> yeah. the photo of me on stage, like, like by Rivers. You know, that's incredible. It's very, it was very that's surreal. so funny that yeah. 
your dream of getting on stage with Weezer, and then the line you hit is Jake Fogelnest. Yeah, I have line. to be Jake Fogelnest. Um, <laughs> My but, old uh, coworker that's slash right. like half boss or something. Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it is a weird like <laughs> odd like he hired uh, me. half I mean, circle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he bas- he was my he was there for my first interview for really he and Jeff. Uh, they interviewed me at this diner. Yeah, in Silver Lake. Did, did he portray his uncle character, Uncle Cum Guy, or whatever it is? I, the, he, Jake. Yeah, he does his Uncle Cum Guy. I think there's like a something Cum thing that he does. <laughs> no, he imagine do, at your job interview. <laughs> it's like well, tell just, me three, three of your biggest weaknesses. Also, uh, I do also, Uncle Cum. Oh, no, his name is Don Cum, I think it is. Don Cum. Yeah, okay. and then he also has this bit that I actually do really love. We don't have to talk about Jake. But uh, where he goes, yeah. if Banksy was a dog, he would be Barksy. Pretty good. Um, Sounds like him. Shout out to Jake Fulgonest. Yes. Um, and, but, and so that was one of the shows. And so I was up on stage the whole time. They didn't dismiss us. Mm. So a lot of my video from that show is from behind the band, which Holy is very crazy. And Pat wasn't there. It was, I'm forgetting his name right now, but it was the drummer from Ozma, um, which was still- Was it Josh Fries? Uh, it was not Josh Fries. Didn't he d- drum for them for a little bit? He might have. Maybe it was him. I know he's he, kind of like a. Oh, well, you know, he did drum. Gun. So he drummed for them when Pat was playing guitar. That's right. Um, I did not like that. No, me neither. They were like messing around with the formula. Uh oh, like there's, uh, there goes Carl Tart. Oh, Carl Tart. Carl Tart's a, that, that microphone's uh, not on, Carl. Uh, that's Mike Six. <laughs> oh, well, he's gone. He's, I know he's recording his show. Maybe he'll barge in. Um, but the, uh, that was a that was a really cool just overall experience. That's incredible. Uh, and then I saw them uh, for the full band show at the Glass House in Pomona. I don't know if you've ever mm. been there or played there before. Uh, Have not. Great venue, cool venue. They started the set with acoustic versions of the hits, okay. right? So they're doing like a full acoustic set. House lights still on. How do you feel about acoustic versions? Well, people. Uh, we're getting upset. Like, <laughs> I, I remember, uh, like some of the people I was with and like, uh, people near me were mm-hmm. sort of like, is this going to be the whole show? This was like $70. Like I want to hear yeah. them plug in, but the trick was they plugged in for, they played everything will be all right in the end in full. Uh, which when we get to the end, nice. there were five guitar players on stage and it fucking ruled. Oh, it wow. was so awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a good show. Yeah. I saw them do. Blue album in full. Yes. Like a... Uh, the Memories a, Tour? Yes. And that was awesome. Was that here? Uh, or was yeah, that, that was in LA. I forgot uh-huh. which at the, was. Was it at the Gibson Amphitheater? I yes. was also there. Yes, um, it was there. And, uh, but the, um, they, yeah, they played, they plugged in for the full album. And I was like, oh, the trick there was that they wanted, they really wanted you to like the new, like the new stuff. And oh, it, right. it worked. Like it was like a, it was the more interesting part of the show. Cause it had like, there was like fun visuals and stuff and it was such a small space. Yeah. Um, but, uh, how about we get into, uh, some, some quick facts about the album before we start ripping into the tracks. Okay. Um, facts before tracks, facts before I, tracks. I say that. <laughs> you got always got it. <laughs> you can't have dessert before dinner. No. <laughs> If you just sprinkle a couple of facts yeah. on the tracks, though, it's kind of like well, you know, putting salt on your cookie or whatever. I'll tell you something. There's going to be some facts f- with the tracks, yeah, okay, too. Okay, good. Okay. Um, uh, 
So I so as we sort of stated earlier uh, that this was. Uh, a return to form for the band. Uh, the press release uh, announcing the album said that th- they were utilizing that sound from the band's earliest days to tell new stories in 2014 and that Rivers was extremely enthusiastic about the album, saying, it was some of my favorite mu- favorite music I've ever heard. He's I've saying ever heard? That, yeah, he's saying this about his own songs. Whoa. So that must mean it's pretty, he's heard some good stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's better than Beethoven. It's better than... Uh... Yeah, I think all that music sucks. <laughs> I don't want to hear any of that shit. shit. Couldn't even see. He could one, he couldn't yeah. see. Yeah. So, uh, so no thanks. No, <laughs> I'm just. I, 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 if I, we've had a similar conversation to this. If it's older, if I know they didn't have phones, I'm not interested. Not interested. I was like, I don't, I don't want to hear it. I don't, I don't care. I can't relate. Sorry, Beethoven, not a stan. Uh, <laughs> uh, and that, that yeah, that's a impressive statement, though. From, yeah, from Rivers. Well, even like it, it sort of reminds me of Kanye West a little bit because like Kanye West has been known to be listening to his own beats and being like, "God damn, that's good." But if it's good, it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Uh, hey, you gotta be. A, you gotta like your stuff. You gotta like your own stuff because when otherwise, why are you doing it? Yeah. But you can't like it too much. He's he's said weird things though about. His albums, like he's always super weird in the press. Right? Yes, yeah. So sometimes he's he's not always enthusiastic, right? Or sometimes no. he kind of trolls, or he's in a weird character. Well, they've like they've completely not ever talked about Pacific Daydream. They moved right past it into teal into black, and even black right. album has been eclipsed by the covers album. Yeah, and I just don't, I don't understand because yeah. I feel like they rediscovered the formula for this one. Yeah. Which half of it is just like, hey, take some time, spend some time with these songs. Yeah. Actually, like, perfect it a little bit. Yeah. Don't just, like, churn it out. Because it works. It it seems to work when they sort of let them bake a little bit. Yeah. Uh, But... Uh, Rivers also stated that the album was a culmination of four years of interacting with fans, all of whom have the same desire as him, a classic Weezer album. So yes. he claimed, at this time, he claims to also want what the fans want. Right. But that's sort of contradictory to what I, you know, hindsight twenty being 2020, of course, it's contradictory to what I know now. Yeah. Uh, what I've experienced now. I keep th- hoping for another... Like a, another headline or whatever, like this one. Where yeah, it's like the boys Weezer are back. Decides to yeah. make another classic Weezer album. Yeah, and I don't even like. I totally respect when bands try to push forward and like yeah. re-energize their sound and try different things. But there's something with what he does that feels almost insincere sometimes. Yeah, because I feel like sometimes he is just he has. I mean, it is trolling. Like that's yeah. just just what it is. Like I think he sometimes he's he's very. I think he's very sensitive. So yeah. when he gets too much negative input, he goes in and is like, "Oh yeah, well I'll show yeah. you." And then I'm like, "That's not yeah. even me." I'm yeah, just like in this character. Yeah, I'm just I'm just having a laugh. Yeah, uh, but a lot. Of, I swear for again, like in the producer hat thing. Yes, I. If I had all the time in the world in the the multi tracks of these things, I would love to like prove the point to people or to myself. Like I bet I could take a lot of the stuff that people hate. I can hear yes. the good. I can hear the the gem of an idea. Yeah. And if you just put that through a different process, 
took out the auto tune. I mean, the auto tune has destroyed Weezer vocals. Yes, and even if you don't think it's there, it's there because the if you listen to Blue and Pinkerton and those, and you listen to the vocals. In your memory, it's like he's hitting all the notes, of course. He's yeah. got a great voice. But if you actually listen, it's like imperfect. You hear him a little bit shaky. Yeah. And that like that makes such a difference for, for Weezer, sure. especially. Because yeah. the whole thing is like oh, and then the other thing is plug into a good amp. Get him like, a good get, one. Get like those those orange amps or like I was something. Say, talking tubes? Yeah, talking tubes, like a gnarly sludgy the whole thing was like a super sludgy yeah heavy guitar sound mm-hmm. with this sort of wimpy guy vocals on yeah like that combo is it works awesome give me that crunch but if you just smooth it over and have a polished guitar sound and a polished perfect harmonies over it yeah you lose the whole charm it, of, yeah of what we it's not is. as interesting yeah you want to it's it's simple uh come on he he also said uh, that he hasn't, he hadn't felt this protective of an album in a long time, and that he put so much of his deepest parts of his soul into it that he feels like he's really on the line in a way that I haven't f- been on many albums, which I yeah. feel in this album. This album does feel very personal, uh, just because. And there are, um, there are many themes. There are three uh, distinct themes on this album that are broken up into into these three categories. He has the what is this word? Uh, Pantopticon artist, uh, which is uh, about the relationship with the fans, and that's the three tracks I've headed up to here. Uh, Back to the shack and the wasteland, and that's mm-hmm. sort of like uh, what is that word? Like um, feeling like you're in like a prison, sort of. Right? It's funny because you yeah. came out with this fancy word before, and now you're. Yeah, you're forgetting words. Well, it's, just a, it's funny. He, <laughs> As a thought, <podcast. laughs> look, I'm not a I'm not a smart man. Yeah. Uh, but you like you went all in on that one word. Res- what was it? Re- recumbent. Recumbent. Yeah, yeah. You lost it, man. Well, that's that's a real word. Like this is a word <laughs> I don't see often. Uh, uh, and then the the Belladonna section, which is about his relationships with women, uh, okay. in Go Away, Lonely Girl, Cleopatra, and Got Nobody, Da Vinci, and Return to Ithaca, uh, which think- is an acu- not acoustic uh, instrumental song. Uh, and then the Patriarchia, which is about uh, about father figures, and that's usually for a rock band. Brit- uh, the British are coming, Foolish Father, and Anonymous. Um, and then the critical reception of this album, Brett. This was received well. People liked, like, yeah. like critics were sort of like, I remember reading uh, something earlier, just like reading reviews about it, like, how good does a Weezer album have to be to actually um, say that it's good? Uh, right. And they were like, it, I guess this this good. This is <laughs> yeah, how good it I don't has feel to be. like it really, I don't think yeah. like it smashed through the no. way they wanted it to. No, it wasn't Blue Album 2. Right, which they probably were hoping for. Yeah. But- I don't remember negative. No. I don't remember a lot of negativity around it. It might but be, I also honestly. remember it kind of slipping by. Yeah. So that's probably what I think is that Rivers, that taught Rivers a lesson mm-hmm. to just be like almost cynical. Yeah. Like they don't talk about you unless you're controversial or you're doing something kind of like with this like trendy angle. Yeah. But it. I mean, they do come back. They give you two in a row that are sort of like this, two returns yeah. to form. Because like the White Album is 
I, I, as good as this to me, uh, like uh, it, it does have "Thank God for Girls" on it. But when you know, yeah. hey, that's I an episode haven't... for that, that's an that's talk for another episode. Yeah, I might, I might need you to like walk me through the White Album because okay. I still don't. I think have the, a relationship with it. The White Album yeah. is it, oh man, I love it. Um, and uh, I mean, yeah, fans also were like, hey, this is good. Um, they did criticize Back to the Shack for being pandery, but I like Back to the I mean, hey, well, we're not there yet. Yeah. Uh, but, um, and also wanted to shout out the artwork. It's uh, this guy. Uh, Dope. This, uh, what's his name? Chris McMahon. McMahon? Uh, who, he buys thrift store, like, landscape paintings and then paints monsters into them. That's oh. kind of fun. I remember the artwork looked very yeah. like Pinkerton-y Weezer. Yes. It was yeah. very fun. Just very like, oh. And then this little yeah. creepy guy. Felt right. Dave, uh, and the Weezer fans have named him Smooch. The monster? The monster. Oh, okay. He's got a big that. old mouth. Uh, <laughs> his, his official name is unknown, apparently. Um, all right, Brett. We're at the point where we're going to start playing tracks. But before we do that, we're going to take a quick Let's break. Let's hear this. We're, well, we're going to take a quick break. All right. I'm ready to hear it. <laughs> okay, well, we're taking a break, and we're going to be right back. And we're back. Okay, so, Brett, are you ready for track one on Everything Will Be All Right in the End? Let's do it. Okay, great. Uh, Give it's, me that Jake Vogelness. Oh, oh, boy, here we go. All right, it's Ain't Got Nobody. So you're hearing this, and you're sort of like... You're sort of like, what? Is, what the heck? Scary. I'm scared. <laughs> You're like, oh, they're sort of telling you this story. Oh, I didn't even get into this. There's like, oh, Jake's coming up. Rock is dead. Guitars are dead. This guy says. I remember Jake having this secret because I knew him at this uh-huh, time. Yes. And him him coming out with that and I was jealous hmm sneaky Jake but there's the guitar tone yes they got that fuzz yeah that, that sweet sweet crunch uh, something I didn't talk about in my great, facts great opening immediately so good like what an album like, start yes they're doing the good chords <laughs> you know what I mean they're, they brought their good chords they in. brought the good chords it's all it takes like don't do the bad chord don't do the shitty ones do the good ones yeah I you think know? as far as album starts go that this is uh, one of my favorite ones of theirs it's so fun one. um I mean just that here you go there yeah so I I go nuts on this show uh, about guitar parts like it, yeah. on their albums and I'm, so I'm glad none of my other guests are into it as much as yeah. I am. Um, I wish I had a guitar right now. Oh man. I'm glad you um. don't. <laughs> 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 um, but something I didn't mention uh, earlier was that the um, they had this sort of like viral marketing. I don't know if you were on YouTube much uh, when the album was coming out. Who? Uh, what, what, uh, what do you mean by that? I don't know. But I feel like they would they would like either tweet. I don't links, know if you've heard of this YouTube. Uh, and like not everybody, not everybody's on it. But uh, <laughs> they would like share a new video every month that had like yeah. a snippet of a new song on the album. And yeah. It's sort of like a sort of a, a narrative yeah. uh, that is explored a little bit in the in the album, uh, and it was a very interesting thing for them to do. I wish it would do more stuff like that. I will. Oh say- hell yeah! It's great. Rick brought his guitars back that he used on the Blue Album with the Bullets. Yeah, I was just about to say. Yeah. He- oh wait. 
Hell yeah. Yeah, that. They, uh, <laughs> just hell yeah. Yeah. That's a hell yeah moment. You gotta give it a hell the, yeah. Uh, no, Rick, Rick, you can't discount the Rick element. And you can hear it. Like, you can hear the cars all over Weezer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The cars are brilliant. Like, I love the cars so much. The cars are really, really good. And I, they're a band um, that I don't, that I have not done a full dive into. But every should. time I've heard a car song, I'm just like, well, yeah, that was perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> like, they're, they're perfect in, in a Weezer-y kind of way. Yeah. It's like, it's not like hard rock. It's not fully nerd rock. It's still like cool sounding, but there's a slight... Yeah, they're I don't not. Know what you call they're it? They're not. So, so, like, you know how like there are cliques. There's like the cool kids. Then yeah. there's like the nerds. And then there's like where I feel like I was, where like the kids that just like nobody thought about. <laughs> 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 That's the cars. <laughs> they're like they like because then you remember them. And you remember them finally. Like oh yeah, like Matt was cool. Like we yeah. like Matt. Yeah. Like, er- like everyone's on board. You're just sort of like you. They're not in a category necessarily. Right. You know what I mean? They hang out with the the. the the cars God were kids like, and the nerds. Yeah, kind of like a medium crew. Yeah. Where they were like sort of mismatched, some of them. Like there was one guy who looked like he could be kind of cool. Yeah. But then there's Rick, who was like gangly. Sort of like American sort of, Queen. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yes, the cars are awesome and you can hear the influence. And I bet Whit Rivers is almost maybe intimidated by Rick's brilliance yeah because he probably looks up to it's a great match it's just a great match and you could hear rick like encouraging hey plug into this amp yeah hey get this hey dust this one off hey remember (laughs) those chords you're looking for yeah put the put in those good chords (laughs) um that's a that's a great opener and yeah you can't discount uh you can't discount the guitar work of weezer no because it's so good even when it's just chugging sort of power pop chords. Yes. He's from the beginning, he was doing such interesting things with like inverted chords. Well, even before I turned down, yeah. you know, the lowered the uh, you know, got us out of the track there, that yeah. sort of like not scale, but like that sort of thing that he was doing sounded just really cool. That Yeah. Such a cool thing. Yeah. Uh this next song uh I what was the was the lead single? I believe. Uh, and it's back to the shack. Back to the shack. This is pre-Shake Shack. <laughs> yeah, so Shake Shack got the idea yeah. from from the song. You, the Shake yeah. Shack's guy was eating a burger and was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta get me, I'm gonna do that. So... In typical Weezer fashion, yes, which I find is true with a lot of bands I like, to be honest, um, their lead single often kind of sucks. Or it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna say this totally sucks. Right, it's fun and it's better than their previous singles. Yeah, for the most part. Although I, you know what a single I did love off this, not off this album, but the Ratitude one. I thought it was really good. Uh, if, I, if you're wondering, uh, yes. if you're wondering if I want you to, a great single. I think that's a good Weezer song. Yeah, uh, this song, uh, it is like a sort of return because the first time we're hearing them do this again, right? This yeah. sort of Weezer-y thing. Yes. They're doing the Weezer thing. It's not my favorite Weezer song, but they are sort of, uh, you know, commenting on what people think about them. Because he said yes. that thing about uh, maybe I should play guitar and Pat should play drums. A full yeah. slam. Here's the thing, though. Um, it's pretty cringy when bands do that. When they talk 
so directly about yeah. I gotta come back. It's sure. my time. To, you know, it's always, almost always a bad move. It's kind of a baby boomer move. It is also sort of like I, I don't want you to think that you know that we think you suck. Yeah, and just like don't talk so like I don't know. Just it would be sing like, about something I don't quite understand. It's. It's almost like how when Trump is like, you know, I know I have a lot of haters. Uh, <laughs> just like a grown man saying haters yeah. sucks. Um, I mean, we got a cool guitar I will say, here, though. Yeah, the lyrics are t- too much for me. Yeah, in this it's too it's too dorky, but that's great. Yeah, that's really cool. That's great. The guitar again. This shows people wouldn't like this song at all no. if it was produced like Modern Weezer. You're right. But the fact that they put it through this kick-ass filter yeah. of like real tones, guttural guitar tones, some slightly off notes in the solos, you hear his his voice sounds like vulnerable and good. Like, they just haven't put that shitty polish on it. Right. And so now it's like the song is not their best, but it's still pretty good. Yeah. it's yeah. It, it sounds like rocking and, you know. And rolling. And rolling. <laughs> uh, yeah, that one's definitely not one of my favorites, but I remember um, liking the music video because they were on the moon. Yeah. And it was like cool that they went to the moon to do that. I will say Weezer, what I always respected about them, early on I feel like they – got the internet yes they understood the internet more than other bands that were just like too cool for the internet well and then, like fell off uh I'm, I'm gonna fill out a few of the that somebody a fan made like a uh what's with these homies talking about weezer bingo card yeah uh with things that come up a bit uh so I'll, if you're playing along at home here's uh i got two of them for you right here okay weezer classically logged on <laughs> Dude, they had their uh, Buddy Holly video on the uh, Windows 95 startup disk. It was one of the things that was preloaded in the Windows really? 90, in Windows 95. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. That goes. Um, that's way cooler than I thought. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of being logged on, they're very logged on. That's early. They like got. On. They got online. Yeah. Even the stuff I was talking about with the old website. Yeah. Talking about like 90s internet. Yes. And they were using their website in like very weird cool ways it was almost hard to understand yeah because you're like, like, very I, much I like i don't know how this works fans yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> like i don't i don't even know what i'm looking at here yeah what is this yeah who is this guy talking like carl yeah who's boy it was just very weird yeah i missed i do miss that internet because you did have to go to lots of websites like there wasn't just all collected in like facebook there was a um, like everyone's website was just there them trying to hack something together. Yeah. So like every website was completely different and every band was like desperately trying to do something with it. There was a period of the internet that, I mean, uh, hmm. there was a period of the internet that was like a little scary. Like, cause every time you <laughs> yeah. went into like a website, you actually weren't sure like what was going to be going on there. Yeah. So like, if you were like in like a forum or a chat room or something. So like you'd be like doing something and you're like, I'm being normal. What is going to yeah. be on the <laughs> right. internet? <laughs> right. Uh, we're going to like the tool website. Yeah. It was all full of like esoteric yeah. clues and stuff. It was like, where did I get, 
I felt like I'm in a dungeon or and something. And then, you know, today's tool website probably hasn't been updated in some time. <laughs> hey, Maynard, I know you're listening. It's probably Squarespace. Hey, build a better <laughs> yeah. you or whatever. Build beautiful. Build, yeah, yeah, something. <laughs> Maynard, put the wine down. Pick up that I guitar. Do, His I wine's a, good. I have it. His wine, well... I had one bottle of it and it was not good. Oh, you had one bottle? But I have it signed. I still have two signed Maynard wine bottles. Wow. I met Maynard at Whole Foods. Whoa. (laughs) He had like a wine signing. How fun. My brother and I went, waited in line and got to meet Maynard and got his his wine, Merkin, Merkin Vineyards or whatever. I don't know much about wine, so every wine that I have that I don't think is gross, I think is good. Yeah. Um, You know whose wine I think is very good? Dave Matthews. He has wine. He has a wine, and it is so good. Oh my god! I don't know how to feel about that. Uh, the next take song- a break. We need to go. To the break. <laughs> we gotta go get some. It's legit, <laughs> very tasty. Oh, um, wow. uh, the next song is "Eulogy for a Rock Band." Pat really fucking it up over there, huh? Really giving it to us. I forgot about this one. I love this song. The drums sound great too. They just sound natural. Yes. So this song Great is so voice. interesting to me. Yeah, his voice sounds so good. We're yeah. both just fully sitting here enjoying it. Yeah. He sounds really good on this song. Um, I forgot where it went. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I started it's, to get it. It, it is an interesting song because it kind of goes all over the place. Like, cause that is such a different... Uh, you don't think you're leading to this part in the beginning of this song. Yeah. Uh, and then we get back to, you know, the beginning here. But um, this song is apparently about an active musician. An active musician? An active musician who, uh, it says, like, this is in the forefathers section of the album, or, you know, in that grouping. Uh, And so uh, what Rivers had to say about it is that in that case, I was reflecting on one of Weezer's uh, musical forefathers who is in his late stage of his career, reached the highest highs, and I couldn't help realize that as much as he has achieved, there's going to come a time when the next generations don't continue listening to his music, and he will be forgotten along with the rest of us. And that's a sobering thought for those of us who are uh, try, uh, who are striving now to achieve even a fraction of what he achieved. Uh, and they asked people, he did an AMA on Reddit, yeah. people asked who it's about, and he Rivers replied, I'll let you know when he dies. So he oh, won't, he, so it's a secret. You hear this? <laughs> I'm hearing it, man. <laughs> All of it sounds to me like it's just him. Reiterating again and again. Yeah. Oh, they, he spent some time perfecting this song. Yes. Like he wasn't okay. He just wasn't okay with each song without making sure every part was cool. Yeah. And interesting and different. Because this, yeah, this this song sounds very, um, careful is not the right word, but yeah. um, taxful almost. Like there's a purpose to every part of this yeah. song. The Even changes are so right good. There. The melodies are so strong. Uh but I'm so curious as to who it could be about. Me too. Now I want to know. I wonder if like, it's like McCartney or something. Is it McCartney? Is it like... Is it Brian uh, Wilson? Is it? Is it Gene Simmons? 
Ah, uh, I uh, it can't. I don't think it's Gene Simmons. It can't be right. No. But I mean, he has name checked Kiss on in the garage. Uh, he has, yeah. He's name checked a lot of people at this point. Yeah, which I'm getting a little tired of. Hmm, maybe it's um. I love maybe it's in Timbaland. The garage. Um, Timbaland. <laughs> who, who? Yeah, there's got to be a, a comprehensive list of everyone he's name checked. Yeah, but it's it could be somebody like McCartney. Uh, but no, because people are going to be listening to the Beatles forever. So it, I feel like they can't. Yeah, McCartney's it, off the table with that. Yeah, it can't be, be. forgotten. I mean, uh, you know, unless the reality of that movie yesterday comes true. <laughs> then it's going to be that guy. Yeah, uh, true. But I don't know. I don't know who it could be. I mean, it, it would be very gutsy to it, have it be about Rick. It's not about Oh, yeah, Rick. I was thinking that. It's, what if it's it can't Rick? be Rick. And it's no way it's the Beach Boys. There's no way. I don't think you don't so. Think it's Brian Wilson. People are gonna go to the beach until the fucking ocean dries up. <laughs> oh, well, maybe he's got a more. I don't know. Brian Wilson. I sure hope people remember him. Yeah, I could see people not. Yeah, I guess not necessarily not the tunes. The tunes will probably outlive him uh, in yeah. a in a way, but maybe not by much. Yeah, and the problem with Brian Wilson is, or not with him, but with Beach Boys in general is. They're sort of cursed by a lot of their early, just really poppy stuff mm-hmm. being the what they're known for. Yes, and people don't realize like, no, Brian Wilson is like a next level genius. Yeah, Paul he's McCartney, like which he wrote, God only knows. Like he's yeah, and then past God only. I mean, yeah. he did like wildly good stuff. Yeah, it's just so sophisticated. It's like hard to. But he's wrap not like. Around. I think that's what Weezer, yeah. that's what Rivers sees Brian Wilson as. Yeah, but he's not like famous either. You know what yeah, I mean? He's like not. he's not like he's super weird. Well, yeah, and he's like he's he's reclusive. He like uh, he yeah. does shows every like ten years or something. Yeah, he's super um, disappointing, like looking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's sort of now? just like oh yeah, yeah, that's a kind of he a, looks just like my dad. That's a, six, that's like a sixty year old guy. And you're yeah. like, that's, that's about right. <laughs> like yeah, tucked in with white. You know, New Balance on. <laughs> hey, he's so got he's got to take those New Balances off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like all those boomers, like Eric Clapton and stuff. Like, can you just yeah, just put on some like cool pants just for the stage? <laughs> yeah, they sell new pants. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to wear the same pants like your 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 daughter gave you or whatever. Yeah. Just yeah. Like pants shouldn't have sentimental value. Used to be so cool. Yeah. Uh, well this next song is lonely girl. girl. Immediately great too. This is vintage Weezer. Yes, absolutely. Uh, this sounds like blue album. Yes. Uh, and I guess, this uh, fans seem to speculate though that it was uh, it came about during the uh, the Rick sessions on the Green album. Oh really? Yeah, because Rick. I can see that. Sort of Rick's assignment for for pre uh, this album sessions was bring me those demos that we worked on that we didn't put on the album. Oh wow! Uh, I let's can go see back that to those. Sure. Yeah. We'll uh, see when it comes to the guitar solo. Yeah. Oh yeah, this could be a Green album. The Green album was like. Related to the Blue Album, yeah. in my mind. Uh, yeah, they're sort of spiritual, uh, like, brothers and uh, sisters. It was going, yeah. it was rejecting the weirdness of Pinkerton and trying to go back to just, yeah. like, 
Buddy Holly kind of stuff. Cause that, I mean, a little different. Just that. Yeah. That riff is so good. It's just a crunch the whole time. Um, wait, how many albums has Rick done with them? Three. Blue, green, and this one. Yes. And that and that's. Get him back. Get him back in. We do it. Rivers, I know you're back in the shack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get get Rick back there. Here comes the guitar solo. But it's this is more like a blue album guitar solo. Yeah. Because yeah, if it was on the green album, this solo would be the exact same melody. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Check my work, yeah. listeners. You can see. Yeah. If you haven't cracked that code yet, <laughs> it's there. Uh. Yeah, I, I really, I just, I really love this song. This part's great. It's sort of a Green Album medley, uh, melody. For sure. Yeah. Um, this is kind of like, it's great, but it's also like, um, it's such a crowd pleaser yeah. vintage Weezer song that it's not going to elevate to like, this just blew my mind. Right. It's it is sort of like, like candy. It's what you expect a Weezer song to be. It's like, yeah. yeah, they did their homework. They did the thing they're supposed to do. Right. Um, I, I love that song and I love, I love this one though. Uh, I've had it up to here. This song is so weird to me. Because I feel like the way he's singing right here is like what New Rivers wants to do. Yeah. This is, to be honest, my skip song. Your skip song? Yeah. I love this song. I just love, it goes all over the place for me, and I just really, I love it. It's Someone's a fucking song. Love hey, everything's for somebody. <laughs> yeah. And I also just like, there's not a lot of like, I don't, there's not another one of their songs that sounds like this to me. Yeah, that sort of stop, start. Yeah. And a little swagger. I personally do really like the latter half of the song more. Uh, that drum What's feel is so line? good. Drum feels great. <laughs> the drums are killer on this album. Yeah. They got a, a perfect drum tone. Yes. And it's all, um, in sound terms, it's all like muddy again. Yes. Like, it's bassier. This is the part. Which is great. This is cool. Chug, chug. This song is like it's like in a musical. Yeah. It's like kind of classic rock. Yeah. A great guitar solo. Yeah, it's like Boston. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so that's great. This is great. See, every moment he's making these songs interesting. Woo! 
What a sound! I just saw you leave this this, this plane for a while. So that did a lot to save the song. That, <laughs> but uh, no, that's great. I yeah, I love that. I love. I just love where that song goes because you don't at the beginning of the song. You're just not expecting to get yeah. there, and then you get there, and you're like, "Oh shit!" I didn't know it was good. I had no idea we were doing that. I love when he puts. It's a real art form to put like surprises into a pop rock song. Yes, and like, and not lose the plot, or you know, but like too many, too many songs are just stock all the way through. Yeah, and I find myself constantly with like new songs. It's just like. Okay, you listen to a verse, you listen to a chorus, you get the point. You could fast forward, yeah, and you're still hearing the same thing. Well, there's also then, the thing, the charm of that song to me too is that they had to absolutely have known there's no way this song would ever be on the radio. <laughs> like you know, like, yeah, no. like this song is for the album, yeah, because it's just too much for the. It's just there's too many things yeah. going on. They're trying though. Yeah. It's like there's you can tell that he's trying to challenge. Yeah the song and challenge themselves and being like, how can we make this even better? Yeah. Let's add this. Like, let's do a twist here. It's not like, here's the riff. Right. Just play that four times. Then do this riff four times. You know, there's like progressive rock elements to it. Yeah. And, uh, which brings us to, uh, the next song track number six, the British are coming. Oh yeah. This one's weird. This is a wild song. Yes. I do like this one. Rivers was draped in a uh, the British flag during this during this part of the, of the was show. Was he really? Yeah. Oh, the show. Yeah. The show. Not you know just in general. <laughs> He's wearing like a cape. What a weird song. Yeah, odd start. Very different. You would never know this is Weezer. No. This is very Weezer. Yes, that little that light little, piano. That's very like that's very Pinkerton. Yes, I love that sound. And then there's certain melodies that are very Weezer. This is great. Yeah, now we're back. Now we're back. <laughs> <laughs> we're back in our soft little Weezer blanket. Yeah, they're like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. We didn't mean to scare you. Here yeah, we are. they put the blanket over you. <laughs> Um, this one is about uh, about dads too, but like uh, about dads, you know, in a, in a sort of indirect way about uh, I mean about the American Revolutionary War and how like at the time uh, the actual like the patriarchy of England, not it was uh, no the uh, the monarchy of England or uh, uh, the British government was trying to come back over here and fuck us up. <laughs> A little late on that one. Yeah, uh, hey buddy, sorry, we covered it. Well, yeah. Ever read a history book, bub? We set, we squashed the, the beast. Yeah. 1770s. <laughs> uh. Yeah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Punk-ass redcoats, pretty fun. What year was this again? This is 2014. 2014. Yeah. Um, and no, what's the what's the uh, songwriting breakdown of this album? Is it all we? Is it all Rivers, or is Brian uh, contributing? That's an interesting question. Let me see. I mean, uh, I know because Brian is like a secret 
assassin over there. Yes. From, as far as like a, a, a songwriter, uh, singer too. He's a great singer. He's a really good guitarist. Yes. Like sometimes I feel bad for Brian. Like he doesn't really get a chance to shine in Weezer. Yeah. Uh, I've seen I've seen Brian really shine uh, live, uh, like doing some fun guitar parts. There's a great guitar part coming right here, Brett. I'll be the judge of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, literally Boston. Yeah, he's, he's just giving it to you. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but the other credited writers are not from Weezer. It's uh, Jacob Kasher, uh, Daniel Brummel, Ryan uh, Slegger, uh, Josh Alexander, Wait, Justin Hawkins. Those are listed as writers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a that's some new information. Yeah. So it's like I know some of those guys are in Ozma and in other uh, oh, yeah. bands, but um, they yeah. There's it's but it's mostly Cuomo's on all of them. That's really interesting. He had yeah. outside writers on this album. Yeah, he's he's done that more that's recently. That's a big deal. Uh, in the last few albums, I mean, even prior to this one, he had. Uh, like on, I mean, on Ratitude, there's a lot of different writers. Uh, Whoa, yeah, but that's crazy. I yeah. wonder what they, what, how that Red how had that, the other like, guys in there too. Tracks, you know. I wonder like which parts they're all responsible for. That'd be really interesting to know. Uh, every time somebody goes ooh, that was that was uh, one of the other guys. <laughs> um, oh man, you think of Rivers as like this pure songwriting singular genius guy who yes. should be writing all of it. I don't like to think about him writing like hiring people to write with. I think some I don't think it's I don't think it's wrong but, to admit you need a little help. Yeah. <laughs> and you know in writing could mean so many things nowadays. Like you, you show up and you pitch a line in a movie or something exactly. you get credit. That's the thing. Yeah. You could you could offer just a few words yeah. of one line and you have to get it credit. Yeah. One of these guys or, could have been yeah, like, hey, uh it's actually the, not T E H. Yeah, and not Ted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we get into the rest of the album, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. <laughs> oh boy, Great. here we go. All right, are you ready I'm to ready. get into uh, the next half of the album? Yes. All right. This next track, number seven, is Da Vinci. Love this song. Yes. Me too. This song rules. The uh, the cover for this, this single is the Mona Lisa throwing up the Weezer W. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. This is very like Pinkerton. Yes. This is like the kind of stuff I was just. It's so funny how actually deep of a Weezer fan I was. Yeah. But without really talking about it that much to a lot of people. Because it's, it's just this, like the type this of shit connects that you... with the kind of thing that I was like. Yeah. Actually listening to a lot. Yeah. But not outwardly all that much. You were uh, in noise canceling headphones, yeah. very far away from everybody. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I was I was headbanging just to throw people off. <laughs> and I really was crying on the inside with rivers. You can headbang into this one. Like a little bit. You can just sort of groove. Yeah. This was one of my favorites on the album. 
This was it's fun. Just like very classic. They don't really do any of these live. Yeah. None of them. Not even Back to the Shack. That's just a fun sound. I know. I've seen them do Back to the Shack recently. Uh, but yeah, having, I don't love whistle whistles and songs often, but yeah. I like it here for some reason because it doesn't sound that good. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? That's no, quirky. Yeah. I, lo- I like when they have that quirky sound. Yes. Is there a fun guitar part in this song? I don't remember. All those little, yeah, those little things are fun. Yeah, love that. Oh no, I remember the part of the album that I like. Or, or part of the song that I like. It's when he says everything will be all right. This turns oh, the yeah. Uh, so that chord right there. Yeah. That's one of those inverted chords. That's very. That's like, to me, part of the sound that Weezer almost like. Yeah. Just put their stamp on those chords because they're not like power chords. Here we go. Yeah. That's fun. They're, yeah, that's fun. Why? Uh-huh. There you go. It's, it's like when they say the name of the movie in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you pump your fist. Yeah, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, but like, why? Why so much? If he knows, this is the frustrating thing about being a Weezer fan, Brett. Yes. If he knows. Which is f- one of the most frustrating things to be. <laughs> <laughs> Even you have to admit that it is you easily one of the worst things about me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you're like holding the torch until you know you're almost fully Cause, drowned. Because guess what? When this album came out, guess who got to be fucking king shit on Turd Mountain? Guess who right. got to be the fucking smuggest guy? You're like, oh, guess what? Weezer's fucking bad. Oh yeah, you thought yeah, you left them. I'm still yeah, here. I stayed. Yeah, and I think they can still do it. I think, I think they could too. Cause like, I mean, we talked about, um, high as a kite. High as a kite is a great song. I think, uh, from the black album. Yeah. Uh, Not as good as any of these, No, but I can hear the melody mm-hmm. that he's actually writing a Weezer song, but it yeah. sounds like a totally different lame song. Great. I just but, wanted you to say on mic that a new Weezer song was good. They haven't, uh, that's the only part I recorded. <laughs> uh, just this whole thing. This whole thing. Just this part yeah. right here. Uh, it is getting harder to, um, it's just, you don't want to be ageist at all. No. But as Rivers grows older. Yes. He looks remarkably young. He's always just looked somehow the same. Yeah. I don't understand that. He looks great. But then you still enter a period, you know, no one can fully escape it. No. You just enter, you start entering a period where you just can't, even if you put out everything's all right in the end, how often will that work as like an old guy? Right. You no, got to do uh, something authentic to that's what I'm. That's why I brought in the, the Pearl Jam comparison because yeah. it, the music Pearl Jam makes currently absolutely makes sense. And like you <laughs> right. can, you can like for where they are now and from like where they start, you can watch, you can follow the trajectory. Yeah. It makes absolute sense. Nobody makes the same, uh, you know, except for like Kiss and AC/DC. I wanted or something. Pearl Jam to stay young like longer. They yeah. started becoming old at like Vitology or yeah. whatever. <laughs> they're like, they're like, oh, we're done we're with tired. that grunge stuff. I was yeah. like, it's still peak grunge. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I still wanna... have my flannel shirt on. 
<laughs> hey, man, I haven't ever took it off. They bailed. <laughs> yeah. They bailed real early on, like, yeah. Yeah, they, full, like that album. they fully did. Uh, but, yeah, that's what I like. His, I mean, his, I think he's 49 or 50. Rivers? Yeah. Yeah. We can't, I mean, look, we can't have him singing about girls not liking him no. anymore. Yeah, that, that's getting rough. <laughs> he, he's he's got to stop singing. You can't. Uh, yeah. There's like a reason Paul McCartney doesn't sing uh, She Was Just 17 at his shows today. You know what I mean? Yes. It doesn't work. But, you know, some of those well, other he songs. he does sing them at his shows, but not in his new album. Not in his new album. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, God, that would be horrible. <laughs> he could probably somehow get away with it. Yeah. I mean, his actually, his new album has that fuck you. Oh, that I want. Yeah. He's like, I like to fuck but or then something. It said, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't just say I like to fuck. Hey, baby, it's me. I'm Paul McCartney and I like to fuck. <laughs> just straight up dice, man. <laughs> no, it's like, it actually is oh, like. Oh, hickory dickory duck. Uh, <laughs> um, it actually is saying for you. He's Is being that what he's very saying? clever. Yeah, he's being very coy. Is he being a cheeky little he's lad? Being very cheeky, and he seems like he's got he's got a little pepper going on. <laughs> he's got a little spice he's, going. Yeah, a little spice. Uh, he's having, he's not having an English breakfast, huh? He's having that oolong tea. Or yeah, something. yeah. <laughs> um, but Rivers, there's no reason he doesn't have a sound that can't age. No, like there's certain bands where it's like, how are you going to do this? Like, especially like metal bands that I'm way into. Yes. How are you going to be like 80 years old, being like, like so angry? Christopher Lee like rented a metal band. That's true. Power metal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhapsody. Yeah. He he. But that was. But he's kind of just that was scary. like power metal, where it was like you're you can be a Christopher Lee, mm-hmm. and that's part of the sound. Was, were they it's a band like, first? And then they were like, we got to get Christopher Lee involved. Or was Christopher Lee like a metalhead and was like, I want to be in a I band. I think Christopher Lee was secretly like a metalhead, but a wow. fan of theirs. Wow. Somehow, and they're like the most random. Yeah. Kind of, I mean, embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, that genre of metal is very like. It's like the metal that people make fun of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's easily make fun of Yeah. However you say it. It's a. Uh, it's kind of a joke, but it's also it's like Dungeons and Dragons. Metal, yes, yeah. But it's also great. Hey, look, Christopher Lee in that. I'm glad you know about that. More people should know about that. I think it's a very funny thing, and you know what? Yeah, is he dead? Yeah, rest in peace, buddy. <laughs> uh, uh, you know who's also dead? <laughs> Queen Cleopatra. That's the next song, uh, Cleopatra. Oh my god, I love this song. This song is great. Uh, I really like this song. It's got a weird time signature to it. There's a lot of fun surprises on this album, I'm noticing. Wait, is this Cleopatra? Yes. Oh, whoops. And we also... I skipped one. You skipped it. I skipped one. Entirely. I was looking at my notes. I forgot. Oh my god. Hey, we'll get to Cleopatra in a dang second. Okay. We gotta go... Are you ready for the next song? Okay. (laughs) The next song is Go Away. This one. I've never done that before, Brett. Just skipped a Weezer song? Never, ever. Sk- never I mean, on the show. <laughs> yeah, I like to believe in your entire life you've never skipped I've one. I've never skipped a Weezer song. Oh, yeah. 
Classic Weezer song. Very, yeah, again, this is like catnip for Weezer fans, you know? Yes. Let's just toss one off to them. And then you got... You got Bethany from Best Coast here, lending her vocals to the song. This is... What song is this? This is a... That melody is like a, a, a rip-off of something. Oh. Very, like a very famous song. I don't know. It's oh, like is an it old, uh, Mambo number five? <laughs> yes. I love, uh, I love Bethany's voice on this song. I love her voice in general. Um... I've spoken about this on the show, like when Rachel Hayden has uh, sang on like old uh, Weezer songs from Songs of the Black Hole era. Yeah. Um, that my running theory is that Weezer is a good band. They could be. I thought if they had a female singer, they'd be an incredible. They would be so good. Really? I think that if you replaced Rivers with, with like a woman, oh, all I the disagree. songs would be so good. I love his voice. I love I his think voice. It makes it. I love his voice. Even this, I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> I don't need her on this. I just, I love Rachel on the songs. I love, I love her on this. I think I would, I would just love to hear. I know Sheezer exists. Sheezer? Uh, it's an all female oh, course, yeah. uh, uh, Weezer cover band. What was the most famous song Rachel's on? Um, I just threw out the love of my dreams. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. Uh, and you know. Uh, that hey, listen, dog the is songs, basically Weezer with the, a woman. The songs will always be good. Yes. So you gotta get Ripper's voice. I mean, I don't want to replace him. Kind of seems like you do. I don't know. It seems. I'm not trying to actively replace him. I'm not. I'm just saying. I think the songs would be like it would just elevate it. Like I'd just yeah. be like, oh, it might help them. I don't know. <laughs> well, Rivers could. can still be in the band. We need him to shred. Yeah, I mean, you have to have rivers. Uh, you gotta you know, have. Yeah, them. you gotta have it. Hey. But give the other guys a chance to sing. They're good singers. Oh no, <laughs> no. I actually, I this might be my worst Weezer take. Yeah, maybe. But I like. I I'm proud to say I like some of the songs on Red Album where the other guys sing. I actually really like the one. Uh, I can't remember the name. Yeah. I really like We like, uh, I did that episode with, with uh, my friend Chris Farron. And oh, I know Chris. Chris is great. Yeah. Uh, and we we hated those. <laughs> we, you we, hated we, those? We, we did not like those. I don't, that's not that's what I signed one. up for. Yeah. So I guess there's to, one to, that's just, it is a good song. It doesn't sound like Weezer. Uh-huh. And I could absolutely say, like, oh, yeah, I would understand if somebody was like, get that off of my Weezer album. Yeah. But it is, I think it is a good song. And I can't remember what it is. I can't remember uh, which ones uh, are on there, but because yeah. <laughs> um, I think they're they're boring to me, um, and I don't want to hear. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Scott. I'm sorry, Pat. I'm sorry, Brian. And I know Brian to be a good singer. I've seen him do yeah. it. Yeah, but I don't need. I don't. I don't need. I don't need the other guys muddying up the what I want. I need to. So to your point, maybe Rivers shouldn't be replaced. <laughs> uh Okay, so I almost jumped, I jumped the gun a little bit, but here we go. 
The next song, track number nine, Cleopatra. Yes. For some reason, this is one of my top ones on this album. Okay, so here we are again. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> Thought I knew. That's the one I like. Oh. I, I forget who sings that's that. That's Brian, one. I think. Yeah, I like yeah. that. That's, yes. Yes. This album was not, this song was not, almost not included. They weren't considering this song really? for the album until like late in the recording. Funny. Yeah, I could see why somebody wouldn't say it's like the best on the album, yeah. but I I like it. I yes. don't know, I just like it. I like how there's an extra beat in that chorus. Yes. Um, it's just cool. I like when they get to the part where they start they start chanting numbers. <laughs> I love that little squeal. That's fun. Yeah, I like when he goes high with his voice. Yeah, he belting it. There you go. Ooh, you heard that back there? Yeah. <laughs> He's singing about some pretty crazy stuff. Yeah, what is it about? Uh, I mean, it's literally, it's literally just about Cleopatra. It is about her? Yeah. yeah, this part. Oh. There's a. This could be horrible, but I like it. No, I like this. There's a fun solo part coming right here. See, and it's all about. Yes. <laughs> it's funny because I remember the like thing about Rivers for a while when all we had was like the Blue album. Yes. And maybe Pinkerton was this like rumor that he was like a shredder. Like he could shred. Yes. But you didn't necessarily have evidence of that. You only had these tiny iconic moments in uh, Say It Ain't So and Buddy Holly and stuff. My big, my big at statement. At this point, yeah. he's just fully shredded on some of these Oh, albums. yeah. He love, fucking lets it rip. Yeah. I remember when this album came out, he went on WTF with Mark Maron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he went on WTF. Uh, yeah, I, I listened to that, I think. I, I listened to a lot of it. I remember uh, being like, this is peak at that time in my life this was peak everything that i cared about um and i think he shredded with marin in the garage really i think so oh, yeah uh but um the thing that i said was that that this you're was acting like, like, like that was like a long time no, this ago. was like f- five years ago really yeah oh my god um but uh marin played my guitar once hey i had it laying around earwolf like my uh-huh. acoustic yeah he grabbed it played a couple we gotta lock blues the we gotta lock chords. the gates. Then I remember I wait. He I, played I, blues chords. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Nothing like Marin playing some no. blues. <laughs> Just what everyone wants to hear. <laughs> um, but I remember I grabbed it and I played something. And he looks to me, you know, he's uh, famously salty. Yes, guy. Yeah. Unless I found music is the way to his heart. Though. Yeah. He likes For to talk sure. about music. Yeah. But then he's, uh, I played a little something. He goes, oh, that's how it's played. That's how it's played. That's what he said to me. Wow. 
I'm talking like Mark about Mark Marin, like he's some like he's bluesman. Yeah. Like he's like I just got christened <laughs> by you know yeah, you Robert Johnson. <laughs> Saw me play. It's probably like the least. Yeah, no, but you know what? Hey, yeah, he had yeah. an album come out on a record store day this year uh, yeah. of all the riffs from the <laughs> from the show. Um, but oh, the thing that I say on the show is that Rivers is a better guitar player, better musician than he allows himself to be, like half the time. Yeah, because uh, he. I mean, yeah, we've witnessed his his powers. We've seen what he can do, but yeah. he some he knows that he's not going to give it to all, all of you at once. Yeah. He's going to be like, you're just going to get a little taste. And that was the thing that I still, I know why it had to happen, but I still resent it. Or I think the time has passed. Yeah. And Nirvana kind of started it in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. but just anti-guitar playing. Yeah. Like it just became lame to be unapolog- unapologetically good at guitar yes. in, in a song. Yeah. And, uh, you're supposed to kind of make it bad sounding. It's a tool. It's a tool for sound, not to be like good yeah. at. And you had to yeah. like your guitar solo had to kind of sound like you were chunking through it. Yes. If it's too smooth, unless you're Carlos Santana, well, then it's a huge hit. Then it's, then it's then huge. It's, you can't be too smooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then no, I agree. No, but <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I think like Weezer was operating in that. Yeah. Zone where it's like, you're not supposed to be that good. Yeah. So it's mostly chugging power chords. Yeah. In that Green Day, Nirvana kind of thing. Right. But then he would give you little snippets or it's a like, little smooth. He, yeah. <laughs> a little smooth. <laughs> a little CS. <laughs> uh, okay. So track 10 on, on the album, the next song, which is normally where the album would end. Why do you Mo- say that? Most of their albums are ten tracks, like yeah. a, a good chunk of them. Yeah, uh, I like I like the number ten for an album. Me too. Just give me ten and good I'm, ones. I'm fascinated by their out al- their their track tens as it as they are. Okay. Um, and I think as a track ten, this is a this is a great one, and it's Foolish Father. Hmm. Let's give it up for Scott Schreiner, too. Scott. Great addition. Scott rules. He's awesome. He's super fun. He's a good um, guy, too, by all counts. Yes, I heard he's a great guy. He's a friend of a friend. I know that. I Hey. I know and, that about and, him. And you know what you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like Scott really comes into his own on the next one. On the White Album, Scott really shines. Uh, you know, he has, like... Choose to fill yes. uh, the Weezer bass player story is like a right. whole thing. But, but nobody complains about Scott, right? Nobody He's complains great. about Scott. And the thing to note, I've, I think I've said it I've, a, a million times, this song is great. Uh, Scott has been in the band so long at this point. If you're never going to accept that he's in the band, you got you to gotta hop off. You got to hop off the train. Yeah. He's in. At this point, he's been in for so much longer than any of the other guys. any of them. Yeah. Uh, And I know that Matt and Rivers had the sort of working relationship, uh, you know, akin to a Lennon-McCartney or whatever that they sort of worked together. I don't know about that. No? I don't know. I I never got the feeling. I'm not going to talk shit about Matt's show. Sure. But I just think... People who cling on to him as if he yeah. was the, the guy. secret sauce. Yeah. I don't think that's quite true. He was great 
people mark the... I like his little falsettos. Yeah, I don't but think... But I think it was all Rivers all along. I don't think the band got worse when Matt left. People no. mark that. I, I think if you think that, it could be a coincidence. Your problem but. with Weezer is... Your your favorite thing and your most your least favorite thing is all rivers. Yes, it's yeah. not the it's not that my, Matt Sharp left. Rivers is your enemy. Yes, <laughs> he's your hero and your enemy. Yes, there's some really fun things going on in this song. Uh, it has a there's a cool. there's a chorus coming up or not a chorus a choir excuse me. Uh, there's octave guitars. Yeah. I feel like the guitars sound very heroic and powerful on this album. Yeah, they do. Like they're really, they're really going for it. They want to show you that they know how to play guitars in this bad boy. Triumphant. Yeah. They're not afraid of guitars on this. No. He's afraid of guitar on a lot of the newer stuff. Yeah. Because guitars, let's face it, not very popular anymore. No. But. He predicted it in the beginning of the album. Rock is dead. Guitars are dead. That's now. That's now. That's now. Yes. But good guitar is never dead. Oh, no, The problem baby. is we just keep hearing bad guitar. You hear that, Santana? We need you. <laughs> yeah. Turn on the Santana signal. <laughs> what would that be? Uh, a briefcase with, like, cocaine in it? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the mustache, his little mustache yeah. and, like, curl curls. How there fun. it is again. Yes. Name dropping the title. I like that. So fun. I like when the album title. And this part right here, cannons went off with confetti at the concert. Bam! Confetti. Whoa. So Always fun. Bad. And the concert's not even over. It's a positive message. I yeah, I think that song rules, and I love I love it as like the quote like ended the album. Yeah. But obviously. There's a much cooler thing to come right now. <laughs> like the this Is this where it is? This is the Future Scope trilogy part oh, of the album. Yes. And it to me is the coolest thing Weezer has ever done. <laughs> it fucking rules. It's a three track sort of, you know, uh, epic opus, yeah. yeah. Uh and uh, I mean, let's just get right it's into funny, it. funny because this yeah. is actually the kind of thing that Rhapsody or bands like that would yes. do. Yes. Like a full album where you're looking at the back and there's like a, uh, what do you call it? Like a six part opus with like indentations. You'd read the title yes. of the song, and then it indents, and there's like part one and two yes. of that. And then there's like sub parts of that. I it's think like that's how, if I remember correctly, it's like that on this album, like on, yes. the, on the back or whatever. Yeah, I remember when I was like, when they pulled that move, and I heard that there was like a, an instrumental. Your knees buckled, I think you told yeah. me. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up in Mexico. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was so, I was just like, yes, yes. that's cool. This is going to be good. Uh, yes, Queen even. Um, I don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so why don't we get right into the beginning of the Future Scope trilogy. Uh, part one, The Wasteland. Oh, hold on, it's my volume up. There we go. Okay, The Wasteland. Immediately, you're sort of like, what? This part of it's instrumental only. Mm-hmm. 
unlike the rest of the yeah. uh, album, I'm not going to fade these out. I'm just going to let them play into each Good. other, probably. Uh, probably. Pro- I mean, some of them are, I guess, lost. See, you've uh, got the stones when it comes to it. <laughs> I, might get, I, might, I might get nervous. I might get nervous. Yeah, this uh, is just pure... I mean, this is just straight up minor key... Yes. Like, metal instrumental. But then it goes places. Yeah, and they've just... The, the, the fact that they've never done this before, like... He's really showing up. They're not afraid of guitars. Yeah. As I told you, they had five guitars on stage for this part of the show. Here's the thing you got to do, though, if you decide. You got two options. You can either be afraid of guitars and be intimidated. (laughs) You can be intimidated and say there's nothing new to do with a guitar. Right. So it's lame now, and I'm going to try to find all these computer sounds to work with. Yes. And that's valid. Yeah. There's truth to that. But you can also go, hey, I'm going to double down on guitar. Right. And I'm actually going to pl- not only play guitar, I'm going to I'm gonna like lean into it and make it new again. Yes. Or like do something real with it. Too many people now are just like, oh, I'm playing guitar, but I'm going retro and just doing this riff you already know. Like do something. That was like full queen right there. Yes. I should have played right and into not, it. Not Yas Queen, though. It's just, <laughs> just Queen. Did you fade it out? No, it stopped. It didn't. I, I unchecked the. I checked. I rechecked the selection <laughs> yeah. in iTunes for those of you uh, who know how that works. That's the, uh, uh, and it did. It didn't play right next. To, right next in. That's got to be one of the biggest. Um, just the biggest fails. Oh of, my god! Of iTunes and yeah. And I, I was, oh, not of the show. I, was, I wasn't gonna oh, say you just okay. committed the biggest fail. Yeah, no, I should have. Yeah, have been a good burn. That'd been freaking epic. Yeah, I would have owned you. <laughs> um, no, I'm just like iTunes and Spotify and stuff. I'm yes. always worried they're gonna fuck up yes. the seamless transition. And often they do. Uh, this sounds like the um, Arrested Development theme, doesn't it? Does it? it? Or no, The Office. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is the best... Yeah. Probably the best ending since... Um, in Dreams. Probably. It's the cool... It's certainly the coolest. It's like the, the long... Yeah. Yeah. Deep song where yeah. they just get into uh, it. I didn't even say this is yeah track two anonymous. I don't know. If, I remember if I said it or not. Yeah. But um, this part of it is really cool to me. Uh, it is the old, this was supposed to be this part was supposed to be a six minute long like epic thing that just like went on and on and they chopped it up and yeah. took uh, there was there was more lyrics to this part of it as well that they oh, really? are saving I guess for a different song. Uh, I, I guess the lyrics in that song be, or this part of the song became a song called Up in the Clouds that's not available anywhere. Uh, and this also uh, was called My Mystery before they changed it to Anonymous. Yeah. Uh, and in the teaser video for this, it was My Mystery instead of... It's just fucking rules. This is so, so good. <laughs> just, I love a hey. <laughs> So like when he says I call you an- I'll call you anonymous, it was I'll call you my mystery. Which, uh, if you were listening to that, getting ready for the album, you were like super into, and then you hear yeah. anonymous, you're like, that's not as cool. My mystery sounds cooler to me. You still. think so? I still, I still think so. But I've grown on anonymous. I remember 
there were things like that that I had to live with with, yeah. for, with Weezer. Because I remember on the website, they would release these demos of yeah. songs still in their demo form and you would get really attached to how they sounded. Yes. And then suddenly they pop up on an album and it's like, you had to just live with this new version of it that you didn't necessarily like as much. Yeah, I didn't say I wanted this. Yeah. Like, it- I wish they stuck with that thing. Yeah. I love, oh. He's really cut this loose. Is part, this part's awesome. Here we go, yeah. This is Return to Ithaca, part three of the Futurescope trilogy. I think this is the part. Yeah, I think this is the part with five guitars. Okay. And they're all standing in a straight line. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> it's indulgent. I tell you, there's more than five guitars on that. You think there's more than five? There's more. I can, I can count them. <laughs> Seeing... Seeing them do this was fucking crazy. Yeah. So maybe they left a few off, but they had five. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, like, just the idea of them sitting around being like, we have to end the album this way, is bonkers to me. See, I didn't, like... I remember having an elevated expectation of this. Yeah. And then feeling like, on first listen, it didn't quite live up to that. Because uh-huh. you also have to understand, like, I come up from listening to the non-ironic version of this. Yes. Of, like, guitar hero virtuosos <laughs> going way crazier than this. Yes. Whole albums of this. Yeah. So I know, like, what he's paying tribute to. Right. And so it's like, when you hear... That's awesome, though. Yeah. That's just, like, undeniably <laughs> cool. That. Oh, that's so cool. See, nothing... Yeah, I'm sorry. Your fingers get like tired? Sweet, sweet picking. Yeah. <laughs> Your fingers get tired. It was very cool. They layered the uh, arpeggios like that. Hmm, this guy knows music words. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Brett, that's the album. That's the album. It's a great one. It's... The last truly great Weezer album. Well... <laughs> I'm walking out on that note. No. Uh so I mean yeah, this album obviously very good. Um I this album has like a very soft spot in my heart. I love it so much. Um I I, I want to get you on board with the white album and I will try to do that. Uh but Brett, is there anything you want to plug? Uh sure. Uh Man Man is my band band. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh there I, I say they because unfortunately I can't join them on the next tour. Uh-huh. But they're going on tour in July. Yeah. Um, and we're working on an album that should come out next year. That's uh, going to be awesome. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, really, really good. And um, all the podcasts I work on. Mm-hmm. What else? 
Make sure oh, when yeah. you guys are in the studio for the album that you use cool stuff and uh, like cool amps and bring the oh, bring, bring the good chords. Yeah, <laughs> I'm always trying to work the good chords. <laughs> I love the good chords. Yeah, all the podcasts. Yeah, all the podcasts. Uh, who charted Improv for Humans off book Hollywood Handbook? You always. Yeah, everyone already listens to Hollywood Handbook. For sure, yeah. So uh, I don't feel like the need to plug it no. super hard. But listen to all. So of them. you're reverse plugging it, saying yeah. stop. <laughs> <laughs> listen to the ones that I'm on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which there's no way of knowing until they come out. Uh, at Brett's per minute on Twitter. Yes, that's right. And Brett Morris Graham on Instagram. Great. Join uh, me on Instagram. Instagram's fun. Hey, for the real Brett Morris experience. Yeah. Join him on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody fix my website. There is like a brettmorrismusic.com, but it's broken. Oh. I and need now somebody to make me a website. You know who could do that? Squarespace. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, I hope this doesn't get me in trouble. I'm using Squarespace, yeah. and I'm too dumb to even figure that out. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so well, that, that's going to get you in trouble. That's you. That's that, on me. That's on I'm you. I'm taking all the blame. They have there. a 24-7 yeah. hotline you could call. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to make a website that's like... Three things all in one. Yeah. Where I'm trying to talk about me, like as a producer, but also the bands and also the podcast. Yeah. And hey, it's like, why I don't know how to do it. stuff. Something that's just personal for you. Yeah. <laughs> Not work, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully uh, that gets sorted out. And if Squarespace hears this, uh, sponsor me. Um, uh, and of course, for me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Apodaca, and you can follow the show at WWTHTA Weezer Pod. Uh, and if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email wwthtaweezerpod at gmail.com and maybe we'll read it on the show. Brett, nice. thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, man. This, this was, was fun. so fun. Uh, guys, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. If you'd like to support the show, you can go on iTunes and give us five stars and leave us a nice little review. We'd really appreciate that. If you'd like to support the show monetarily, you can go to anchor.fm slash wwthtaweezerpod slash support. There's monthly contribution options if you'd like to help keep the lights on for the show. And all your support means a lot. Thank you so much.